Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 Is a stupid Rubbish writer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the worst writer in the world with Howard Longstockings. What? Howard Longstockings. That's right. I've changed changed my name legally by Needy Pole. <laughs> yeah, Needy Pole. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you want to watch that Needy Pole? Uh, she keeps coming around your house and asking to borrow your bread. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know what needy... I've never met a needy person. I don't know what they do. Do they keep asking for bread? Is that what they do? Yeah. All right, I'm going to do the proper bit now. Are you ready? I am. Here I go. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting us Hooray! and to you for listening to us and to our lovely patrons on Patreon for paying for us to, to keep yeah. living. Just had a bit of toast, thanks to you. Yeah, thank you. We hope we hope some more people will join, so next month I can have some too. Yeah, please send Marmite <laughs> as well. <laughs> Alright, and of course, thanks most of all to the writer of this week's plot so far, Susan Not Real Listener. Ooh. The plot so far. Teddy is an ageing rocker who writes songs about sex, drugs and giving bones to dogs. <laughs> Dog boning songs are all Teddy has to bring to the table, but the label no longer want that on their table. <laughs> the label, especially Abel, want Teddy to cable a new playbill to the table. <laughs> Abel... <laughs> Abel, the label mogul, hated Teddy's latest fable so much that he slabled off his labels <laughs> and rammed them up his a-hole. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or, in his own words, he hated the song so much that he literally cut off his own ears and stuck them up his ass. Mm. Literally. <laughs> that man now has his ears up his ass mm. and blood pouring out of the sides of his head. And no one has called him an ambulance and a psychiatrist. <laughs> so Abel, the unstable label guy, tells Teddy they want songs about life and experience. And not the life experience of a dog getting boned by a man. <laughs> and if Teddy can't do that, they'll have to get someone else to write for him. Mm. The only question is, who? Oh. Meanwhile, Harry, who is a woman, recognises <laughs> the studio engineer, Will Fletcher. He was on Eurovision a few years ago. <laughs> he would have won if he'd bothered to finish his song rather than getting bored halfway through <laughs> and going to the pub. And you'll never guess what. What? He writes songs about life and experience. Ooh. Possibly the experience of getting sacked from his studio engineer job before it even begins, <laughs> since that's what's just happened to him. As Will walks dejectedly away to his lack of home, Harry and Teddy pull up beside him in a limo. Ooh. Perhaps there's a mutually beneficial arrangement they can come to. Since Will needs a job and a place to live, and Teddy needs someone to write songs that are not about boning a dog. Mm. That should be easy to negotiate. 
unless they decide to lie for some reason and tell Will that he's going to be Bob's living fish feeder instead. Because he might say no to a professional songwriting engagement, but who could refuse the opportunity to sprinkle flakes on some goldfish three times a week? So... Will, unable to resist such an intriguing offer, gets into the limo with Harry and Teddy, and they are driven to Bob's mansion, where, hopefully, the story will finally begin. All right, so, um... We've just, the, what's recently happened is exterior Bob's mansion, the limo has pulled up, Benson gets out, opening the rear door for Harry, Teddy, Polly and William. William looks at the mansion in awe, interior. And Benson says, do you like the hedges? And everyone <laughs> has a good laugh. Yeah. And then the gardener turns up and says, I grew them! Don't go around <laughs> saying they grew me! Because that's not true! I grew the hedges! Don't yeah. listen to Benson! Yeah, and then yeah. and then a little girl turns up and like spiders him to death. And everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a big house. And in case you don't get that joke, because you're either not British or under the age of like about thirty five or something, I don't know. Benson and Hedges was a brand of cigarettes. Maybe they still are, but cigarettes don't have brands anymore now, do they? They just have big pictures of dead people on them. Yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether the pictures are particularly big because that would mean making the packets larger. <laughs> yeah, packets are huge now. They've got big, yeah. big pictures. They may have stopped people smoking, but they've really fucked up the amount of packaging that they get through. It's awful. They have to make the cigarettes much larger. But then one <laughs> cigarette can kill you now. Yeah. Those pictures are accurate. <laughs> Here's a picture of a person after smoking one cigarette. One massive cigarette. <laughs> What it is, is someone crushed to death by a massive cigarette, yeah. just with their arms and legs sticking out of either side. Cigarettes, <laughs> cigarettes kill. Well, yeah, they have to put in the packet now, massive cigarettes <laughs> can and will definitely kill you. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, people still, still, still do yeah. it. Underneath the packet with the feet sticking out like the Wicked Witch of the yeah. West. Uh, yeah. Probably not the West, is it? She's still alive. What's, which Wicked Witch gets crushed by the house? Dead one. <laughs> wicked, the wicked Witch of the Dead. dead. Yeah. All right. So, interior, hall, Bob's mansion. They pass through. William still impressed. Interior, music room. The music room is a vast chamber with a skylight. Oh. And contains a gazillion instruments. A gazillion, <laughs> gazillion instruments. instruments. Dear set dresser, this number is very precise. <laughs> I don't want any fewer than a gazillion instruments. I guess the thing is, there's no such thing as a gazillion. So, <laughs> so no instruments. It's pretty easy to stop. <laughs> so it's an empty room. room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a room with a lot of light in it. <laughs> All right, so Teddy says, Come on, sweet cheeks. <laughs> Come and see Bobby's hot tub. It's really deep. Yeah. <laughs> Who is he saying it to? Uh, Polly. Okay, that's, well, that's his girlfriend. That's his that's wife, fine. right? Or girlfriend. Or, but even so, come and see Bobby. He's saying it to Will. <laughs> All right, sweet Will chicks. <laughs> come and see my hot tub. I've got a deep hot tub. Mm. That's a, a weird flirty line, though, isn't it? Come and see his hot tub. Mm. Someone else's hot tub. Yeah. It's really deep. Yeah. You could drown in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means, like, you know, intellectually deep. <laughs> You'll get really turned on when you realise how philosophical it is. It'll tell you some stuff. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> like what? Everybody, I'm the hot tub. <laughs> oh, you you'll never believe what I was thinking this morning. If pigeons can fly, yeah. why can't I? <laughs> yeah, thanks. So I, I, had nothing. I had nothing. Um, all right. Polly. Oh, no, she's I had nothing she... either. I just did a rhyme. Will I get it? 
She says, will I get it? Will I get... Oh, it's really deep. Will I get it? It's really deep. Oh, so that will is the I gag. Get it? Well, that's her gag. I don't think... Or no, she's she... not, so that's not a gag. She's stupid. She's stupid, yeah, because she's his, his uh, that, that's young a, girlfriend. That's, that's not that stupid. That's a weird go-to then, isn't it? When mm. If you say that something is deep, if you say, I'm go- we're going to go to a, a body of water now and it's really deep, if she goes like, oh, I'm not sure I'll understand that. <laughs> it's like a... What? Will it make weird rhyming couplets about pigeons? <laughs> Is that what you mean? Is that what you mean? No, I don't see why you'd think that. Come on, Paul, it's really deep. I'm going to drown you. What kind of idiot? What what kind of idiot? After you mention deep things, their brain immediately goes to pigeons. What kind of moron does that? I'm not going to do pigeon couplets, Colin. (laughs) Why do you say that about everything? When I said, would you like me to bake you a cake in the oven? And you were like, will it do a pigeon couplet? It was like, no, no, it will just bake you a cake, Paul. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't you like to oh, make me a cake oh, pond? Oh, <laughs> I want to get it. Oh, no. Oh, you mucky right. man. You mucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you filthy, filthy man. No, I'm getting this hot tub. <laughs> oh, don't wipe your bum on the hot tub. <laughs> That's not my plan. That was why would you, why would you think that? <laughs> why would, why? <laughs> oh, I bet you would, wouldn't you? Oh, you love like to. a dog. <laughs> Wipes it on everything he does. Like a dog. <laughs> Wiping your bum on a hot tub. Like a dog. <laughs> All right. I think I'd, you I'd like a divorce. Listen, don't. You've told you about not speaking in public before. <laughs> We're not in public. I count me me being there <laughs> as public, okay? Stop telling me I wipe my bum and things like a dog. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. <laughs> no, no, stop. <laughs> So she says, will I get it? And Teddy heads off with Polly. Tell me, what do you think he sees in her, aside from the young, supple body? Jealous, says Will. Mm. What? No, he's really, really not my type. Really? I meant jealous about the young, supple body, not Mr. Sharp. <laughs> oh. Mm. But now I'm thinking... Oh. Really, no, I'm a married woman. That never stopped anyone. It would stop me, and I'll have you know, I'm as young and supple as they come. Really? Play me your Eurovision song. <laughs> what? Is what? This a, is this some kind of come on? All right, my Eurovision song, which incidentally was called You're So Young and Supple, I Want to Do Sex All Over You. <laughs> coincidentally. Why am I here, really? I'm going to convince Teddy that you are going to write with him. Mm, I don't write anymore. (laughs) What what if you need to make a shopping list or something? (laughs) You might not notice. People don't know this about me. (laughs) I haven't got any hands. What if you have to sign a form? Can't do it. I have to to headbutt a wall. Until blood comes out, and yeah. ho- hopefully make then, some kind of thing. No, wait for until blood comes out of my head, and then try and sign my name with the shape of my name with my head in with blood. My chin. Like and I have to ask for a very big piece of paper, yeah. like you know, like Rolf Harris used to use when he was painting on a wall yeah. before he started playing. With little girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he dead yet? No, because we keep talking about him, and that's usually the kiss of death, right? When we have conversations about people, yeah. like we killed Bruce Forsyth, we killed Jimmy Savile, mm. um, who else? Oh, Keith Chegwin, we killed him as well. No, we didn't kill Jimmy Savile; we turned him into a paedophile. He was already dead. Was he? Yeah. Okay. I think we either kill people or make so, them into paedophiles. Well, well, I mean, he it's was like, already it's like a the flip of a coin, really. <laughs> if you're lucky, you die. <laughs> 
But no, we, I think we only make, we've only made dead people in the paedophile, so maybe it's because he was dead we could kill him. So like the universe is like, well, what's worse than being dead? Mm. Being a, a pedo-necro dead. <laughs> okay, yeah, right, that's true. All right, because he's already dead. What can you do? And you're like, fuck his reputation. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so William says, I don't write anymore. And Harry replies, because of your wife. <laughs> because she hid on your, your pens. Your hands. <laughs> <laughs> because she hid your pens and then your hands. Yeah. All three no. Of them. <laughs> I used to have lots of hands. <laughs> a million. You used to have a million hands. My wife said that was too many. <laughs> no, you don't need a million hands. And she's like, well, you know, what about when I go out with my friend Leronier <laughs> and we try and like compare who's got the most limbs? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, look at me. I've got so many legs and feet. And I have to say, well, I've got a lot of hands, so I win. But now you've hidden them all. Now I'm going to lose. And I've got none. <laughs> um, because of your wife, William reacts coldly. <laughs> So he's got to do a, a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger um, yeah. Mr. Freeze pun, hasn't he? Yeah. Why to kill the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> that is one of his lines. It's That's incredible. one of his puns. Why it's not keeps... a pun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's like it's a fact. fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What keeps my uh, what keeps my gin and tonic cold? <laughs> an ice cube. Ice cube does. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a fact, though, is it? Because I've seen Disney's The Ice Age and, like, there's the Disney's the Ice Age too, and the dinosaurs are still alive also, in that. I mean, also quite apart from that, uh, like that dubious source material, <laughs> it isn't, is it? Because they're generally considered to be wiped out by um, an asteroid. Okay, so yeah, so not only is um, Mr. Freeze incapable of doing puns, mm. he can't even get his facts straight. Yeah, he's all like, "What keeps my chili con carne warm? <laughs> an ice cube." cube. <laughs> no, no, yeah, okay, yeah. well done, well good, done, good one, good one, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> So William reacts coldly, all that happens. And yeah, then he yeah. says, what do you know about Lucy? Oh, that's why it's called Lucy. Yeah, that's good. That's true. <laughs> what do you mean that's true? You picked up on that like, subtle clue there. <laughs> she said, it because of your wife. And you went, what do you know about Lucy? You, you, you understood oh, right. what I, I meant. That, that, therefore, Lucy is his wife, wife not yeah. just some random woman he just yeah. mentioned for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, what do like, you know about my dog, Lucy? <laughs> what? what? She's like, what? <laughs> because of your wife. What do you know about um, Hungary? <laughs> what? You know, the country of Hungary. What do you know about what it? Yeah, about um, This has got rivers in it. <laughs> no, all right. All right, you pass. Now, what about my have wife? A, have a pound. <laughs> have ten points in the pub quiz. All right, next question. Yeah. Who wrote Charles Dickens? <laughs> yeah, that. Christmas Carol. Who wrote Charles Dickens? <laughs> Yeah. Loads of people did. I wrote it just now. I did it. Got me the end or a pen. <laughs> I could headbutt the wall for a bit. See <laughs> what my blood. See yeah. my blood. Just yeah. Charles Dickens ever. You know, if if you... we play the piano now. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. <laughs> I'm really good at writing songs, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. I'm had a rethink. <laughs> yeah. Of course, if you put an infinite number of wills in a room for an infinite amount of time <laughs> and get them to hit their heads against the wall infinitely, <laughs> sooner or later their blood will spell the words Charles. <laughs> Dickens yes. and the and complete works of Shakespeare and they'll die <laughs> sure they'll die yeah. <laughs> yeah well they won't be there for an infinite amount of time but it'll be about an hour <laughs> right yeah if you put Will in her in for an hour <laughs> and make him headbutt a wall sooner or later he'll die he will die that's the end of that yeah. that is a true fact yeah. Right, so Harry and Will are talking about his Eurovision song. And one of them is a woman. Right? Harry is a woman, okay. yes. And she says... 
For those interested enough to look beyond the mess, it wasn't difficult to find out the reason you lost it. Mmm. I wrote it for her. It's a beautiful song. I always wondered how... Lucy, Lucy, you're so very juicy. Where's my arms gone now? (laughs) (laughs) Why why can't I write Charles Dickens anymore? (laughs) Don't put me in a room and make me hit my head against the wall for an hour. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. That's such a beautiful song. Beautiful song. That you wrote for your wife. Yeah. I sang it at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone left. <laughs> yeah, I ruined that. Ruined that funeral. They were having a great time until I turned up so singing my song. <laughs> turned out I was at the wrong funeral. <laughs> went, the, to, went to eight funerals. Yeah. Sang at eight funerals before I got the, the right the, one. The strangest coincidence, all eight funerals were for other people called Lucy. <laughs> so they all thought I was thinking about them and got really upset. It kind of would have been all right if I'd gone for a funeral for a man called Dave and gone, Lucy, Lucy, you are very juicy. <laughs> no, I mean, it would have been good, wouldn't have been good, don't get me wrong. But it wouldn't have been as bad <laughs> as going to Lucy McLucy's funeral and singing that song that I wrote about my wife, who was juicy because she always put orange juice in herself. Yeah. All right, so um, it's a beautiful song. I always wondered how it was supposed to end. Mm. Well, he didn't play the end in the Eurovision Song Contest. He just played his song and then went, I'm going to stop everyone. Stop, <laughs> the band, stop playing. All right, not now, it's, everybody, it's not finished, but the end is a secret, okay? All right, the last chorus in the secret, because that's where I reveal that my wife died. And I say, I'm going to kill her, and uh, she, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this song at her funeral, and also the funeral of eight other women called Lucy. That that's my plan, okay? I was, uh, I was writing this song for my wife. Yeah. It was going very, very well, and she died halfway through. So if you could send in the end on the postcard, <laughs> I haven't finished writing it yet. But I couldn't, because she died. And there wasn't anything left to say. Yeah. So no, saying, no, Lucy no. is walking in the kitchen. She's picking up a knife. Yeah. She put it in her face. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I thought, oh, how's that going to yeah, end? I'm not very imaginative. I can only write what I, what I see, you know. Also, I don't know if I mentioned, but I haven't got any hands. <laughs> and she was writing the lyrics down for me. Mm. So I might, even if I bothered to finish it, I wouldn't know how it went because no one wrote it no, down. No, down. Yeah. Uh, no. She, <laughs> she says... Yes. She, Canon. Canon. <laughs> she said the, the fiasco only went viral. He's like, um, he's famous. He's famous for like fucking up Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, okay, so he didn't end his song. No. Because something went... He lost it. Yeah. Okay. I think he like probably like tossed the piano across the stage or something. <laughs> so smashing up his piano, setting yeah, fire to his bass player. <laughs> He always says, like, trying to write a name. Trying to write Lucy with my blood. That's actually where he lost his hands. <laughs> so she always wondered how it was supposed to end. It's four years since I last played it. <laughs> That's a long time to be sad, young man. <laughs> I didn't say I was sad. I said it's four years since I played the song. I'm actually quite happy because I've not been playing a song about my dead wife. <laughs> it reminds me of my dead <laughs> yeah. wife. And now you're banging Speci- on about it. Specifically because I wrote it in, <laughs> in, in the present tense. <laughs> and it's about her shooting a song. <laughs> I don't want to make that happen again. I'm not sure how songs work. <laughs> but uh, you know, the first time I played I it, yeah, I did that happened. I didn't realise I had David Tennant and <laughs> Jessica Jones powers. 
I was just going like, Lucy, pick up that knife. Yeah. Pick up the knife. Stab but if yourself. Oh, stab oh, no, no, no. I was just joking. I was just improvising. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise I had David Tennant in Jessica Jones powers. Good line, good line. Yeah. Kilgrave, right? Is that his character? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, who knows that? Well, me, apparently. Yeah, it's great. It's because it's, it's Kill and Grave. It's a really stupid, <laughs> yes. really dumb name. Murder Tomb. <laughs> Yeah, Death Graveyard. <laughs> oh no, it's Death Graveyard. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Who who can tell? Yeah. <laughs> who can tell if Death Graveyard is on yeah. the good side or the bad side? We just don't know. Oh no, it's Evil Corpse. <laughs> right there, it's Evil Corpse. Oh doing? no, I've just come to tell you to kill yourself. Ooh, use my mind magic when you headbutt that wall till you're dead. Till you're dead. Okay. Okay, so Will said that he hasn't played his Eurovision song for four years, Mm -hmm. right? To which Harry says, That's a long time to be sad, young man. The world keeps turning. Unless Superman (laughs) flies around it the wrong way to make time go backwards and make Lois Lane come out of a a hole. (laughs) As long as that doesn't happen, then the world keeps turning. Mm. The world keeps turning. So must we. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That is what it says. I have not changed that. It says, the world keeps turning. So must we. Oh, no. All right. Okay, then. Oh, is this what you want? Is this this what you want? You want me to keep turning? All right. How is this helping? I don't understand. Mm. What a line! Well, I mean, maybe I mean, that, I think... that seems based on your Superman principles concept there, really. That she's just not quite got the handle on it, and she's going like, yeah. "If I keep turning around in a circle, I'm going to make I'm time, time come back." Lois Lane's coming right out. Yeah, such a good line. Must we? I mean, do we have to? I mean, that is that is that why for the, the length of the time I've known you, you've been turning around in a circle because you think that if you stop, the world will stop. <laughs> the world will stop. <laughs> it will fall off. Yes. Is, is that not true? Destroy it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 50 years I've been turning around. Oh, the way. No, gravity. <laughs> oh, I killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> they all floated into space because I stopped spinning around on a swivelly chair. Well, that is such a good line. I feel like we should use that as like the tagline. When we release this story, it should be called Notes on Love with a subtitle, The World Keeps Turning, So <laughs> Must We. <laughs> this is so good. I mean, you'd, I mean uh, that would severely damage you, wouldn't you, if you just continued turning? Oh, you'd, your head would fall off or something. Unless she means because the world's turning. And that, like you know, if like you stopped, can... that, that you get hit by a tree in a house, <laughs> a successive amount of objects, because you're just yeah. floating like an inch above the world, and it just keeps yeah. spinning around. Hitting you yeah, stuff. I mean, don't try and kind of just stay absolutely still while the universe <laughs> and the world expand and move around without you. Yeah. The, the world is actually moving very fast. If you don't move, the world's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like long gone. So yeah, what just what she's saying? Remember. Don't get off the world. <laughs> yeah. Just stay on it. It's best mm. if we all stay on the world. Mm. Okay, she's got a point then. Good. I knew I wasn't an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but you aren't. I mean, you've written a classic line. That is that is amazing. It the is, world keeps is. turning. <laughs> so much. I mean, it is great. It does conjure up a lot of wonderful brilliant. imagery. Yeah. I can get you a job a million kids would kill for. <laughs> oh, God. There's a lot of kids. <laughs> 
I love uh, murderous do kids. Want... <laughs> do we want a million murdering? Maybe we should um, come down on that number. Maybe ten murdering <laughs> yeah. kids is more than enough. Mm. Uh, or, or, or none, <laughs> no, no murdering. Why kid. is this job that she can get <laughs> that children want to kill you for? She's writing a song for that old pop star. Like ice it? comes in with ice cream, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ice cream man. Ice cream eater. <laughs> yeah, the job of ice cream eater. Yeah, a million kids would kill for this job. Yeah. I mean, kids generally. Don't. I don't think kids would kill. They don't, do they? No. Maybe in Lord of the Flies. What's the best job in Lord of the Flies? Conch holder. Conch holder. Yeah, there you go then. <laughs> Lemini, many kids would hold, kill to hold this conch. Would you like to be a conch holder? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe some kids in a very particular situation yeah. Yeah. might kill for that job. Yeah. But me, an adult man in London, I don't want to be a conch holder. No. I think if the circumstances had been that one million children had been shipwrecked on the island, probably would have yeah. gone down a bit different. Would have been anyway. a very different book. Yeah. I reckon probably in the first draft, William Golding wrote it as a million kids and then decided he had to come down the number. (laughs) All right, next scene. Interior modelling agency. Annalisa sits opposite agent. Annalisa says, I'm only 30. Numerically speaking, yes, says the agent. Numerically, Numerically speaking, you're 30. But alphabetically speaking, you're yeah, C. Yeah, yeah. You're ZTD. ZTD. What? Just get out. <laughs> Numerically speaking, yes. But the downside is this makes you a tricenarian. Ah. Yeah, nice. tricenarian. What? You've got horns. <laughs> you live in the Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. We don't want no models with horns. Okay, if I want a model with horns, I'll get a sheep. <laughs> a goat or something. Come on. Okay, get out of my office and take your horns with you. What? <laughs> Goddamn dinosaur. <laughs> okay, I'm going. Good, okay, it worked. Interior, Bob's Mansion. In different rooms, kitchen, lounge, with fish tank, dining room, hall, corridor, bedrooms, garden, etc. Throughout the mansion, we see fitted speakers. And in each room, the music from the music room is turned on. Including (gasps) interior, bathroom, Bob's house. Teddy and Polly are in the hot tub. The music comes on from the music room. Cut to interior, corridor, Bob's mansion. Teddy, dripping wet, pursued by Polly. Cut to interior, music room. When William has finished playing, he looks up to find his audience, Teddy and Polly, standing in the doorway, dripping wet, listening. Are they naked? Okay, Harry, what's going on? Nothing. Bobby has an automatic feeding device that provides three meals a day for up to 15 days for his blessed little fish. I know this because he wouldn't shut up about it for weeks after he bought it. I, I, I know about fish now. You, you really shouldn't feed them three times a day. I mean, mm. once every three days is probably enough. So uh... Also, this provides three meals a day. So it's like bangers and mash, <laughs> yeah. fish and chips, and then a full roast in the evening. Yeah, fish and <laughs> chips is really torturous for them. They're like confused. They don't know what they're doing. They're yeah. like, should I? Should I? <laughs> so tasty. Uh, yeah, basically, by the end of the, by the end of a, like three days, when he gets back from holiday, there's no water left in his fish tank it's just full of food because <laughs> his automatic feed has been like sliding a plate full of food in full every of day gravy <laughs> gravy and food and dead fish mm. and he's like oh, that's cod that's my goldfish mm. <laughs> alright well at least I've got some food for, for dinner <laughs> 
Very well. Matt Cupre or Sharpened Fletcher? What? Oh, Matt Cupre's the hotshot in America that Bob's right. gone to court. I won't work with another writer. There'll be no Sharpened Fletcher, only Sharp. Oh, right, so he's Sharp. Mm. Oh, so Fletcher is Will, is it? Yeah. Oh, OK, I thought they were another... I thought she was giving him, like, three options. Will. <laughs> Will or Matt Cupre uh, no, or yeah. Sharp and Fletcher, who are another writing team that no, will yeah. work for Sharp you. He's Teddy Sharp and that's okay. Will Fletcher. All right, so very well. You can have either Matt Cupre, the famous one, who will tell you what to do, yeah. or become half of the writing team that we will call yeah. Sharp and Fletcher because yeah. your name is Sharp <laughs> and Will's surname is yeah. Fletcher. Because yeah. Rufus isn't really keeping up with that and he <laughs> needs the full detail, please. Okay. I won't work with another writer. There'll be no Sharp and Fletcher, only Sharp. They don't want only Sharp. Either Cupre writes it, or you write it with someone else. Mm. Are you implying Charlie did all the graft? Um, Who's Charlie? Is he the dead guy that used to write with okay, that right, wrote all the songs? And Teddy was like, took pretended he wrote, I suppose. Yes, but she yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. You know he did. That's why everything since he died has been so inexplicably awful. That's <laughs> been explicably awful. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you call my music awful? What about, um, Bony Bony Dogman? <laughs> Specifically that. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of when I said it was awful. What about Bony Bony Dogman? The lovely titty shuffle. <laughs> That's just as bad. No, not quite as bad as Bony Pony Dogman, but, but almost. And only because Bony Pony Dogman reached such a peak of awfulness that no one has ever reached it before. Mm. Oh, I was really proud of Bony Pony Dogman. Mm. <laughs> Pony. I mean, that is basically what his song is. Though, isn't it? it might as well be called that. Uh, that that's Brilliant. what it's called. Which, oh, <laughs> it's How dare you call my music awful? Harry in his ear. I guess you'll be moving in with Polly after all. Woohoo! Wouldn't you like to move in with me? Woohoo! Uh, you'll be lucky if you want to move in with me. I live in a box under the bridge. <laughs> right, um. So, Bill, was it? That was, uh, skin crawlingly saccharine. Lend me your weight. Give me your hand. These are lyrics, right? Mm. You trying to make people puke? Oh, he's talking to Will. Okay. William says, what? <laughs> Could you make a good song? Maybe. I, I've got an idea. What called Pony Pony Dogman. Imagine that this is Dogman who's a Pony Pony Dogman. Not just a regular Dogman. No, it doesn't sound like my kind of thing. Yeah, just to take all the lyrics about like love and feelings and emotions out and put more about bon boning a dog. <laughs> more about boning a dog in, okay? Could you do that? Could you do that? No. <laughs> you know, instead of lend me away, bone me your dog. Instead <laughs> of give me a hand, bone, bone me, me your dog. dog. <laughs> over and over again, the end. What more do you need? Basically, I've written this. Right, uh, uh, Harry, I want all the money. I've just written the song. <laughs> this guy's fucking useless. He's just saying what while I'm writing amazing lyrics. It goes, bone me a dog, bone me a dog, bone me a dog, dog me a bone. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, brilliant tune that I just came up with? <laughs> yeah, bone me a dog, bone me a dog, bone me a dog, dog me a bone. Brilliant, nailed it. Okay. No, William says, what? But not a bad tune. You start tomorrow, bright and breezy. 
Don't forget what I said about the Bomeo. <laughs> <lyrics. laughs> All right. Well, I'm in charge of lyrics anyway. So, like, <laughs> yeah, well, use your music. Tune. I'm going to sing about boning the dog. <laughs> Probably going to call the song Bony Money Dog Man. I'm assuming you've got no objections to I'm famous, you and I. Yeah, all my songs are called that. <laughs> <laughs> I've written 150 songs so far. Everyone's got called 50, I've got 10 <laughs> albums all called Bony Bony Dog Man. Yeah. It's really confusing when people try and buy it online because they don't know what they're getting. Because they're not sure whether it's the right one. But of course, it's always the right one because every single album has got 10 songs on all called Bony Bony Dog Man, yeah. all the same. Basically, I've written one song. And I've released it 150 times. And I've got away with it this far. I don't see any reason why I shouldn't continue to. Apparently, But apparently you're going to get half my money now. <laughs> apparently that's the deal. Otherwise I've got to live with my girlfriend. And that's such a bad idea. <laughs> I can't bear it. Mm. Alright, see you tomorrow morning. Bright and breezy. Bye. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer. Shite, yeah. Wubba dubba do, wubba dubba do. What's right in the world? 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 Dear Rufus and Howard, it's been such a long time since the last series of the Man by Cow podcast, and I'm proper Jones in for some new episodes. Please, could you tell me when Series 5 will arrive? Ladies and gentlemen, the crew of the Princess Slovakia would like to assure passengers that rumours of a vomit-inducing virus on board the ship are entirely false. The food is safe, and no one has been quarantined to their cabin with a bucket. Captain Reginald asked me to read the following statement. Don't worry, everybody. I'm really concentrating very hard this time, and I'm sure we're all going to be fine. We'd better be, because if I lose one more ship, they're going to sack me. Don't write that last bit down, Trevor. Just the bit about everyone being okay and not dying this time. We hope you have a pleasant evening on board the Princess Slovakia. Rufus, Rufus, stick your boobs out more. They're out as far as they go. And swing your hips when you walk. No one's going to believe you're my wife if you're lumping around like a big male gorilla with an erection. I'm doing my best, okay? Well, do better. We are working on the final two episodes of Series 5 of the Man by a Cow podcast, but if you're feeling impatient and would like to hear the first four episodes right now, then you can by joining the secret gang at patreon.com forward slash man by cow, where you'll also get your hands on the secret gang podcast and more Gret Binchleaf than you can shake a pie at. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more Worst Writer next week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a passenger announcement. A small object was seen falling from the upper deck. If you're missing a coat, bag or child, please inform a crew member as soon as possible so that we can cross them off the list of things that are on the boat and put them on the list of things that are now inside a shark. La, 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 la.